Hi there, it's Lucia, host of the Witch Money podcast here. Before we start today's episode, I just wanted to tell you about a really handy new tool from us here at Witch, and even better, it's free. It's called My Money Health Check. All you need to do is answer a few quick questions about your finances, and then we'll do the rest, pointing you towards our brilliant witch advice that we think you'll find really useful. Once again, that's My Money Health Checks. If you want help with cutting your bills or making your money go further, it's the place for you. Just head to witch.co.uk forward slash My Money Health Check. Hello and welcome to the Witch Shorts podcast. I'm Rob Lilly and thank you for joining us for another episode. Now we're edging ever closer to Christmas. I'm sure you don't need me to tell you that. And that means that time is running out for you to submit questions for our special festive episode that we'll be releasing between Christmas and New Year. So if you've got anything that you want answering on any of the topics that we've covered in a previous episode here on the Witch Shorts podcast, then please email us and you can do that at podcasts at witch.co.uk. That's podcasts at witch.co.uk and we'll do our best to get you an answer. Now on to this week and we'll be hearing how much leaving your devices on standby could really cost and whether it's worth the hassle to save you money on your energy bills. To read us this article, originally written by Martin Pratt, I'll hand you over to Harry Kind. When costs spiral, people rightly try to take back some agency. We can't control the world, its problems and how it affects the price of energy, but we can control how much we use. Reducing costs isn't a choice for some people, it's a necessity. But the rising cost of energy and the resulting media coverage has led to questionable advice on how to cut consumption and wild claims on how much you'll save. Standby is top of the list of easy wins. Flick a switch on the socket and you're saving money. We can't argue with that. Keeping your devices off standby will reduce your bills. But in some cases, the savings are so small, you might not notice the difference. And we know this because we've crunched the numbers from our lab energy test results, so we can share with you how much they really cost. The annual running costs for all the products we've covered are based on 20 hours a day on standby, or 6,750 hours a year. We've used the current price cap of 34p per kilowatt hour and created averages from the tested models. We've found that turning off a TV, wireless speaker, soundbar, set-top box, Blu-ray player, TV streamer, turntable, DAB digital radio and smart plug at the wall would save you a grand total of £24.18 per year. Every little helps when you're grappling with energy bills capped at £2,500, although note that that is an estimate for the average user. If you use more, you'll pay more. But that number is a far cry from some of the media reports claiming you could save £15 a year by turning off just your TV. In fact, a TV on standby adds just 65p to your yearly bill. They are one of the most expensive tech devices to run when powered on, but even that isn't much compared with the average American-style fridge-freezer. Some of the things you connect to your TV cost a little bit more on standby. A Blu-ray player adds 94p a year, while a TV streamer such as an Amazon Fire Stick or a Google Chromecast will set you back £2.78 per year. 
And if you've got a PVR or set-top box, you'll pay £3.23 in standby costs. Soundbars are the most energy-intensive part of a home entertainment setup, but even then, 20 hours a day on standby adds up to just £5.58 per year, while the speakers draw more power on standby than any other device we've tested. Leaving your speaker on standby 20 hours a day costs £6.03p a year. The high power output, relative to the other tech at least, is likely due to the number of voice-controlled speakers we looked at. Most have Bluetooth and Wi-Fi connections too. In fact, any signal a device uses can draw power. If, for example, a wireless speaker is waiting for a Bluetooth or Wi-Fi connection, then it needs to have those signals active even while the device is on standby. Some devices have voice control too, so the microphone needs to be enabled around the clock to be ready to react to your commands. Devices often take less time to turn on from standby mode, and software updates can be downloaded in the background. TVs get their channel and program data over the internet, and some even run pixel refresher routines in standby. It's a bit like giving the screen a clean, removing any hint of ghost images that can lead to screen burn on OLED TVs. And of course, there's a convenience to standby mode. Devices turn on quicker and stay up to date in the background, so they're ready to go when you are. Turning devices off at the wall will save you some money, but it's not always practical. Plugs can be hard or impossible to reach for some. But what if you could do it on your phone? Connect your device to a smart plug in your wall socket and, using an app on your phone, you can control any smart plug independently. It's been touted as a way to save money since the smart plugs on standby should use less than the devices that are connected to them. A smart plug on standby for 20 hours? Well, it costs £1.22 a year. That's less than everything bar a TV and Blu-ray player. Yes, smart plugs do use less power than most of the tech we've covered here, but there is a catch. You have to buy one. The cheapest smart plug we've tested is £9.49, and some cost more than £40. If you buy one for energy saving alone, it could take years before it pays for itself. Connecting it to a smart speaker would be the most cost-effective choice, but it would still take a year before the energy savings match the initial cost of the cheapest plug. It would take more than seven years if you bought the most expensive one. The usefulness of a smart plug extends beyond energy saving, of course. They make it easier to turn your devices on and off. You can even do it when you're not at home or set timers for lights and heaters. But buying them exclusively to save money on your bills isn't the best idea. In the long term, buying more efficient devices is the way to go. You'll find annual running costs in our reviews on which.co.uk so you can compare how much different products cost over the course of a year. Larger TVs cost more to run, for example, but the difference can be minimal if you choose an efficient model. We change the kilowatt-hour cost in line with price caps, so you know these figures are always up to date. Look out for our EcoBuy badges on products too. If you see one, you know that the device is more efficient than most. New devices aren't top of people's list of priorities when the government predicts £2,500 average yearly energy bills. But there are things you can do to save. Turning off all the devices we've covered here at the wall will, on average, save you £24.18 per year. 
That's less than 1% of the total, but it's something. Many devices will have energy saving modes too, which can cut down on running costs while you're actually using them. You might find that your devices run slower or screens won't be as bright, but it will save you money. Choosing energy saving modes on portable devices means that you need to charge them less too. Ultimately, it's unlikely that your tech is leaching hundreds of pounds worth of energy from your sockets while it's on standby. However, while we can't account for some older tech that you might still have in your home, switching off your devices at the wall isn't the silver bullet for energy bills that some would have you believe. This is, however, tech you should definitely leave on. Of course, it's vital that you keep your freezer on, but there are less obvious devices that are worth leaving off your standby purge list. Your wireless router seems like a clear candidate for a nighttime switch off, but it can affect your internet speeds. The eight hour drop can look like an unstable connection to your internet service provider and then can lead to your speed being throttled. Your printer is another such device. It needs to clean the heads and it can't do that if it's switched off at the wall. Without this maintenance, the heads could get clogged and need replacing more often. Thankfully, printers don't use much power, but those cartridges of magenta, cyan and yellow can, per millimeter, cost more than a chilled bottle of Bollinger so it's best to keep your printer on and not waste any of that precious liquid. Thank you to Harry for reading us that piece and thanks to Martin Pratt too, the author behind that article originally published in the December edition of the Witch Computing magazine. Now remember, you can find more articles you'll find useful every day on everything from money and technology to home and garden advice by signing up to one of our many free email newsletters. And you can do that at witch.co.uk forward slash newsletters. We'll be back next week for another episode of Witch Shorts. And thanks for listening. Witch Shorts was produced by me, Rob Lilly, while the exec producer was Angus Farker. <laughs>